Season three, episode 25 of The Deacon and the Doctor. And we talk a lot about tipping protocol. When what is it? <laughs> there is no tipping Who protocol. are we supposed to tip? Who are we not supposed to tip? I want to live tip? in Europe. We talk about uh, farms employing children, uh, minor age children. Who and, should work on the farm? And we talk about uh, a no-spoiler review of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. And an important question, where should we be storing ketchup? Check us out, Deacon and the Doctor. Welcome to the Deacon and the Doctor. I'm Deacon Bill. And I'm Dr. Rhonda. And this is a podcast where we are going to talk about real events, like we're sitting at the kitchen table at home. We are sitting at the kitchen table, folks. So pull up a chair and come and join us. And welcome to the Deacon and the Doctor. Welcome to the Deacon and the Doctor. Quick disclaimer here. The views that we express on this show... Our views, people, our views. ...are just ours. They don't represent the views of the Catholic Church or any church within the Catholic Church or any other church. Or any educational institution. It is... The doctor's views or my views, and that's it. But we're also looking to learn more about what you think on the show. So please share with us. You can reach us on Twitter uh, or Instagram or any of those other social media ways that you reach people. Uh, But we'd love to hear your thoughts on topics uh, or anything else you'd like us to, uh, to do on this show. Because the deacon and the doctor should be inclusive for everybody. So thanks for joining us. Hey, Dr. Rhonda. Hello, Deacon Bill. So here's what I'm struggling with. I feel like everywhere I go now, somebody expects me to tip them. Everywhere. I agree. The Even the online apps, you're ordering to pick it up yourself and they ask you to tip somebody. Maybe right. that doesn't happen, but... No, I, feel I, like I it, think does. it does. Yeah, well, I, we, we were on something. Oh yeah, the other day when we were tr- getting food, and um, you were like, "Hey, it's putting the tip in automatically, and it didn't give you the option to remove the tip if you wanted to remove the tip." Right, and it was like, that was I it. was at the counter ordering, like nobody was bringing food to me. Yeah. Right. Like and, I'm going to pick it up myself, and yes. the people that work behind the scenes are. Continuing to work behind the scenes. So what am I tipping them for? Is that yeah. like, what's your rule? So I, this is where I appreciate Europe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I'm a, you I'm, are such a seasoned traveler around the world. I know. So what does Europe do? Don't tip. They pay, Ever? They pay the people. Well, we should be paying people. The expectation is not for you to tip somebody in restaurants. Or anywhere for that matter. We're working. Right. So. My rule of thumb, generally speaking, I have exceptions. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But if you're serving it, i.e. bring it to the table. Waitress or, or waiter, bring it to the house, wait staff that's coming to you. Right. Or delivering to the house. Okay. I'm delivering something to you. So I'm making it more convenient for you. Right. That is. You can be lazy. Delivery. So I need to pay you for right. doing that. When someone's behind the counter, like so, this is my thing. Do we tip people like at McDonald's? Now is that you could. the thing? I mean, it's like 
It's yeah. there. <laughs> I, and I then know. I'm like, it is. you're right. So like it's Subway, right? But why did it only became a thing really during COVID? During COVID, right? Yeah. And it's so, last. And it's continued through COVID. Right. Instead of people removing it, and then certain people feel obligated to tip. But I, I mean, and and I get it, but at the same time, I'm like th- this is why I think we should push for higher wages for people working. A fair living wage, right? I'm, right? I'm always for that. Number first and foremost, I want people to be able to work, provide for their families. But then at the Amen. end of the day, yes. it's like, dude, you can afford to leave a tip, right? So should and, I be expected to leave a tip because but, I can afford to? Or right, but here's... And the service is not that good anymore well, at a lot of these places that you go to. So, so we could, that's not, that. That's a separate discussion. Why is that a separate that. discussion? No, because no, no. If you, a tip is for... You you're providing a service, right? So my tip should be on a piece of paper. You didn't do a good job today. Maybe tomorrow. I want to put some of those cards right. in my pocket. I'm just saying. But how is that ass- different? Assuming because we confidence and people are doing what they're supposed to do. Should we tip? That's so. I'm just giving so that as if I had a restaurant, I I would want people to come enjoy their meal in the restaurant and and. Maybe it costs a little bit more in said restaurant for a meal, but I'm gonna pay my people in right. the restaurant. If you're paying your staff a a livable wage, right, then those costs would be transferred in the price of food or Right. Right. I'm I'm putting that in there so right. that hey, you know, you're get I mean it would in most cases though, like even now though, even like I think about you going to a fast food joint it's like 10 12 plus dollars for a, a meal and then they're asking you to tip no they don't not at like not at the chick-fil-a they don't oh okay so like the but like so like when i go to subway get my sub they do have that little i go tip over there section. and then i ask the person behind the counter like i'm like if i tip you know three dollars here or whatever they don't take it out of the drawer are you getting that three dollars and they always look at me like, I don't know. You know, so like that tells me that tip ain't going to them. That tip is going to Mr. Subway, whoever that is. So it's going to the store. Or it's going to the overhead. It's not going to the person that I want to give and the that, tip to. that very well could be the issue. So why then? So if you want to give that person a tip, do you then say carry some dollars? You got to carry cash. You don't carry That's around. the only way you know the person you want to get the money is getting the money. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. But I mean, now, when, this when you're did ordering... Happen. So this, this did happen. So this is some years ago. This is even before COVID, right? Mm-hmm. But the uh, Cowboys Stadium, they were doing this. Okay. Like, you know, tip like the concessionaires in the stadium. Yeah. And then Jerry Jones got caught because he wasn't giving any anybody, of that money. Anybody to tip. No, no, no. He was keeping all that. So, and he got caught doing that, okay. right? And so that's always in the back of my mind is these fat cats, getting they fatter, just getting over. Getting fat. And the people who deserve the money... Aren't getting the money. Right. You know, because the restaurants, their claim is it's so hard for us to hire people that we're using this incentive what to incentive? attract. Like, we'll pay you X and then we'll also, you know, prompt... And and the the term that we use now is called nudge. We'll nudge cl- customers to okay. tip. 
So, so they use you, that as an incentive, you, you're right? You're working at restaurant X. You're getting paid, let's say, you know, um, let's say you get paid $15 an hour. Yeah. And then, like in this area, that's not going to do much for you. But you're getting paid $15 an hour. So the restaurant is telling you, you get 15 and then you get tips. And or we're going to nudge the customers client to give customers tips. to give you an, an extra tip. So you right. could potentially, if you work an hour, you, somebody leave you a $5 tip. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. I think that, that like tipping is something that people don't generally it seems like depending on like where you are tipping isn't like as much of a thing like you're big on the tips and leaving tips like why do you leave a tip for somebody in a hotel room that never came into your hotel room the whole time you were at the at said hotel well they're cleaning it up and, the day I leave but that's their job Right, and I'm just thanking them for doing that job. I'm, you don't I'm acknowledging. See, you don't see. They didn't bring. If you, hey, can I get a couple of towels? They give you a couple of towels. So in, usually, in, if during, I do that, during like, the week. so we were there, like we were at a hotel for five days, right? Mm-hmm. And I got towels like on day two or three, whatever. Like I got towels a couple of times, mm-hmm. right? I tipped the person who gave us towels. So like, you tip the person that gives you the towels right. for just handing you some towels. Because I'm asking them to do go out of their way and do something. No, no, for me. no, no, no. Because what they would be doing is making up your bed, sweeping your room yeah, out, and that. doing all that. Yeah. They don't do that. So yeah. you reduce the amount of work that said person has to do. And then you leave them a tip on top of that? Problematic I, for me, people. I'll Problematic. I see that as reducing that. I'm going outside you, of their normal. You've re, so I'm taking them outside of their box, which for room, some people is very hard. But you take in one room of responsibility that they would have for five days away. For five days. Okay, right. four if you're there for five yeah, days. Right. Yeah. So four days, they don't have to do anything to that room. You're making their life easier. Well, that's my goal. I like to make other people. I'm easier. just saying. So, what are we tipping you for if I made your life easier? Because they're helping me out. I needed some towels. They gave me some towels. But let's think about it, Bill. <laughs> if you were there Monday through Friday, Monday they would have to come to your room, put you some towels, and clean it. Tuesday they would have to come to your room, put you some towels, and clean it. Yeah. Wednesday, I don't want people in my room. You know. Thursday. I don't want people. And then Friday. You know. You're taking five days of work out of their, off of their plate. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm with you. Like, yeah, you don't need to come up in here. It's just, just treat it like being at home. I think you cleaned it the first time. Even if you didn't, you in there wiping down. So we wipe it down with sand wipes. So oh, yeah, you got to sanitize the room when you get in there. So, okay. Hey, everybody, just so you know, travel tip. Bring some of the, the hand sanitizer stuff, whatever. He has some Lysol wipes, y'all. Yeah, Lysol, Lysol wipes. wipes. Bring those with you. Wipe down your handles, your light switches, desktops. And that will help 100%. That next, is one of next my secrets. Next thing you know, we're going to be bringing towels in the, a little sheet set to sleep in. I'm not doing all that. No, I'm not doing all that. <laughs> uh, I am glad that they washed the blankets and the sheets now, though, because... Like for years, they didn't used to wash the blankets. And, you know, yeah. like when I would hit the hotel room, I would take the, the blanket off. off. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, they they wash everything now, which is good. So they yeah. say, you don't really know. Yeah, I don't know if they wash anything. That's fair. But that's what everybody's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So at least it's part of the normal protocol. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I like you said, it's a holdover from COVID. 
and technology makes it much easier now for them to just put that yeah, tip. They just turn no the tip, screen around. Tip, no tip, no yeah. tip. A lot of I'm like, you didn't do anything but ring me up. I, you want and half the time now, like you go to McDonald's or places like that, you they got the thing. You can and Panera, they have it. You do the self kiosk. You're doing your everything yourself. <laughs> That's right. I'm gonna tip me. All right, so. Uh, another issue that I think is worth talking about is we we talked a little bit about this with migrant workers and workers who are really um, like teenagers or or even younger in some cases, right? And as migrants, they're being exploited. But um, I was reading about this. It goes even a little further. If you have a farm, like a family farm, mm-hmm. there is no age restriction. Right, because kids, children can work, kids can work on the family on farm. The family yeah. farm. But it's not just your children. Any children. Any Like, there's no restriction on farm farms. work, farm, farming. Right. The farming industry. Right. Well, I, I'll say this. Like, I, should there be... But if I'm a, if I'm a migrant worker, like, you can get a work permit to come to this country to do to do to work and go work on the farm yeah and go yeah you know come and go through the borders right so if i can do that and i have a child that's old enough to work that's going to increase my family's income right i as the parent am making that decision for that child how old should that child be i mean because you could work on a farm at 10 12 and I think that's probably the case in some. That instances. is the case. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I, I think mean, that's too young. Like, yes, I feel to put a kid I, out in I the field like, for eight hours a day. I feel like kids should be able to get an education, but right. educational kids systems should, kids should be allowed to be kids. Educational systems are not like that everywhere, right? But if I'm if you're 16 and you're not showing that you can produce in school. Yeah, you can come to the farm and work. That's how I feel about that one. Oh, you don't you don't want to go to school? Come on, give let me give you some hard work out here in these fields. You you want to do this? More power to you. And I think a lot of people need that. I bet you these kids and like you look at kids now, they're doing all kinds of crazy stuff in school. Taking advantage of the opportunity to get an education. Right. Take some of them kids out to hey, I just need you to go for a week. I guarantee they come back with a new approach on it to towards education. They might different mindset. They might. That's what we need. We're so, we're so soft on these daggone kids now. Oh, they can't do. Oh, they can't do this. They can't yeah. do that. So you're like, approaching it from the 16 year old who's not working hard with the opportunities he's been giving. But there's I'm, some. I'm there approaching some, it from the 10, 11 year old. And, Who and doesn't have? I'm gonna say an that, opportunity. That brain, the brain of those that age group, even 16 year olds. So that prepubescent, that pubescent brain is a work in progress. I know that. Yes. You know, but when you you know you get to a point, oh, you want to tell me, you okay? You go earn a living. It's a good lesson, and maybe some people, some kids only need it one day. Yeah. One day of lessons to see, oh, yeah, but farming is hard work. Right. And I think that we don't appreciate where our food comes from Agreed. sometimes. Agreed. And I, I feel like, yes, it, you know, if you, if, 
if those kids that are on the farms, working the farms, the migrant workers, kids are working that are working the farms, if they don't work, what is what does the production yield look like on these large scale farms that these migrant workers are working on? You know, how well, again, does that how does that impact them? And I, I, I know it's a mighty dollar that's that's driving this, right? It always is. But is it right? No. But the livelihood of a family is depending on and that's why in in years past you had families were larger because I, mean, I need these kids. I need kids to work the farm. That's what happens on a family farm. Right. You're out working the farm. You're not you're not one of 10 for just because you out you you produce the work. Yeah. And, and but it's it's a different thought of I am working towards my family's welfare, that sort of thing versus I'm being forced to do this. So is who's forced that's what i'm saying like who who is forcing the kids to do this is it a parent that the kid is not, that that's with the kid working alongside the kid so it is a it, it is about the family income or is it a parent not working who's exploiting the kid that or a family member not a parent even, not not but, even you know like right. someone said okay here you can take my kid and work yeah that's wrong right but i'm just saying like and I know we're in different times, different ages and stages now. No, to to your point, if if we owned a farm and we and had we our had, children we helping had 10 out kids with activities, and the kids on the work farm, the farm, they're you're not they're, having ten kids. They're doing chores. No, clearly I only had two. <laughs> um, but let's just say hypothetically. Yeah. You know, there's no hypothetical there. Right. There isn't because I was clear. I wasn't having no brood of kids. Uh, but no, to that point. I do agree with that. I agree with helping. I mean, we had our kids do chores around the house, right? Right. I mean, we didn't so, have cows to milk, but we but had chores to be done. But if we had, if we had a cow to milk, and you go outside and milk the right. cow. If you have, you know, a horse to feed or you got cattle to, you know, change right. the grazing field, you're going to go and do that. That's part of your livelihood. That's That builds work ethic. And, you know, I think farmers are some of the hardest working people out there Agreed. that we don't appreciate. Agreed. You know, because we can go to the grocery store and get our food and we don't have to grow it. And but we don't think about the we, process. We don't think about the process. Right. We undervalue farming. Yep. And that that's that's problematic. But, you know, yeah, no, I don't think we should be exploiting young children. Right. You know, if, if 14 is a legal working age, then you need to be at least that legal working age. For all industries except farming, that's what exists. Well, that's but what it I'm saying. Yeah, but but like again, it, it I, not to I belabor get it. it you, but, you're beating a dead horse. Yeah, just want kids to be able to be kids. I, I hear you. But and I also want people to get paid fair wages and the dignity I, I of work needs to be agreement. respected. We're in yes. agreement on that. All right, so let's lighten it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. No spoiler review. Indiana Jones in the Dial of Destiny. Was not a good destiny. The box office is not showing a good destiny. That was a good movie. I, I will say this. The odd number Indiana Jones movies. Do better than one the One and even? three. Right? Uh-huh. I think are classic legendary movies. Well, it's been like 15 years since the last movie though. Right. Right. Two the- and four. Terrible. Okay, well, maybe you're on to something with that. But so this is number five. At, at the, so you think it's, it was a good movie? 
I didn't see it. So you think I, it was a good I movie? I would clearly put it in the middle. It, it's not great and it's not terrible. So let me ask you this. What do you think about like the uh, digital enhancement of Harrison Ford's... Well, they don't give away anything. But they do. It's not a giveaway. It's been written in magazines okay. before the movie was. So they do a flashback they, they scene where he's a younger Indiana Jones. And yeah. they use it wasn't they bad. used AI to do that. Yeah, it's the same group, like the Lucasfilm group, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, it's all Disney, but you know, right? Like everything's Disney, but um, it's the same group that did the uh, Mark Hamill's, you know, for Luke Skywalker in the Mandalorian series. Okay. So it's, I thought it was about the same quality because I mean it's the same group doing it. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't see it, but I just read an article about it in one of those magazines. Um, But yeah, I thought good movie. Look, if you're a fan of Indiana Jones, you'll like the movie. Okay. Um, If you're new to it, you're not going to like it. It's not. I I, I think... But like... Yeah. There's a lot of inside baseball stuff. That's the thing with with those movies like that. When you take so long to put it out. And then you have to remember what happened in all the other movies. Yeah. This is this is why I'm not a good. good <laughs> I don't remember anything once I leave the movie theater. It's like pure. I'm here for the entertainment only. I'm done with it. I can't waste brain cells holding on to those memories, and I let it go. Bill, you hang on to everything. Hey, some of us just have excellent memories, Doctor Rhonda. Well. <laughs> he's laughing because his memory is not that good only on useless facts <laughs> that's right where'd you put your whatever i don't know but i can tell you what happened in indiana jones and the raiders of the lost ark by the way they changed the name of that movie over the years because all the other movies had indiana jones at the start mm-hmm. so when we it first was saw raiders it, it was lost raiders Star. of the lost ark yeah you know, now it's Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost the Raiders Star. of the Lost Ark when it wasn't supposed to be that. But um, now, like I said, it, this one doesn't come close to those classic Indiana Jones movies. But decent movie uh, brings back some characters that you'll enjoy seeing, and you know, it's kind of a fun, outlandish special effects, all of those things. Couple of good chase scenes. Uh, you know the things that you want to see in an Indiana Jones movie are, are included. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we need to have an important debate. I need to know this. We've been married, for some years. You don't know how many. I do know that in okay. September we will have been married twenty three years. Okay. When you get married in the year two thousand, it's easy to keep track. See how I did that for him. <laughs> But I just recently learned that we have a strong difference of opinion. Maybe not strong. But we have a difference of opinion on where the ketchup should be stored. <laughs> I correctly believe the ketchup should be stored in the refrigerator. And I know that you can put the ketchup in the pantry. So we have, there was a, a celebrity debate about this. And it turns out Cardi B... Falls in line with your thinking. Mm-hmm. And J-Lo agrees with me. J-Lo know that in Puerto Rico, they don't put no ketchup in the refrigerator. Oh, she grew up in New York. That's so. the problem. <laughs> right there. There are lots of problems. Um, but I think she's right. It should be in the refrigerator. Why? So here's the problem that I always have with cold ketchup, right? 
you have like hot fries. Yep. But you're putting cold ketchup on your hot fries. It doesn't make them cold. Well, it it takes a if you have a lukewarm fry, it does make <laughs> it cold. So who's yes, eating the, lukewarm fries? You, because you can't handle the hot stuff. Uh, you eat food that's incredibly hot. I don't know how you do that. That is your superpower. How do you do that? Like, Dr. Rana, for those of you who haven't eaten a meal with her, like, the food will come right out of the oven. Piping hot, like, steam coming off of it. Bill's like, ooh, ooh, I can't eat that yet. And she's just going to town on it. And I'm like, how are you eating this? She's just smiling at me. I've adapted. It's (laughs) It's my adaptation. Dr. Rhonda eats it like someone's going to take it from her. That's what I think. Oh, so now you're calling me your pig. No. That's what I heard. I just don't see how you eat food so fast. I don't eat it fast. I just eat it when it's hot. Blazing. You eat it when it's blazing. You take 10 minutes to eat. Well, you still eat your food before I finish mine, but you wait wait till it's all cooled off. We all know I'm a greedy eater. Yes. Um, So I did a little research. Contacted the people at Heinz. Okay, ketchup. Heinz don't don't matter. They and put they put that on there for safety reasons. Like all, well, if it's safer to put it in the no, refrigerator, no, 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 they it's liable, liable. <laughs> They're covering themselves for from lawsuits because if somebody says, "Well, I store my ketchup in the pantry and I got sick," their their excuse is. On the packaging, it says refrigerate after opening. That's on everything. Mustard needs to be in the refri- in the in the refrigerator too. No, I put mustard in the refrigerator. I know you do. See, so I just by default just defer the bill on his uh condiment I, placement. What can I say? Yeah, the condiment placement. But we we there are plenty of people that I know that's. Store those things in the pantry, and they're just fine. My grandmother, at her house, uh-huh. it's in the cabinet. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen ketchup in your grandmother's house. My my mom and dad. I don't think I've ever seen ketchup there either. You never seen ketchup there? There is ketchup there. It's in the refrigerator. But if I had limited space in my refrigerator and needed it. You yes. have limited space in your pantry cabinets where you have limited space. That's why it goes in the refrigerator. <laughs> Something else I found out when I was looking up where ketchup should be stored, just a random article popped in. Mm-hmm. I now know where pink lemonade comes from. Where does why pink, we have why, why does, why pink, pink lemonade, lemonade and why we have regular lemonade. It's okay. All right. So... For anyone who's ever been wondering this, like, why do we have pink lemonade? Mm-hmm. This is why. Way back in 1857, there was a dude named Pete Conklin. He was a circus clown. Okay. And he wasn't a very good one, apparently, because he got fired from circus clowning. Okay. So to replace his income that he lost clowning, he would follow the Just circus. And sell lemonade. And sell lemonade. But they had the cotton candy that was pink. No, it's not it. Okay, it's Where actually is... much worse than that. He he bled. So he it... cut himself cutting lemons, and it turned pink. <laughs> no. That would be worse. That would that's worse than what actually happened. So he was out of water one day. Okay, and you know he still knew all the circus people. Yeah, 
So he went to the one lady that would have wa- water, who's the laundry lady. Okay. She had just got done washing the clothes, a lot of red clothes or whatever. That's he the water the- he took. Oh, that's kind of nasty. Yes. And so when he mixed that with the lemons, mm-hmm. instead of being yellow, the lemonade was... Pink. Pink. <laughs> and back in 1857, I guess people didn't care about where the water came from. Well, I don't think they were like, oh, where, was that from the stream? Is that Deer Park? <laughs> there was none so, of that. So they, uh, they drank it. And when they came back the next night, we're like, oh, we want that pink lemonade. Mm-hmm. So one thing led to another. And he put some artificial coloring in the lemonade. Well, eventually, hopefully it was healthier. Yeah. Process. He wasn't like, hey, lady, just give, give me those red, that red liquid again from the dirty clothes. For all I know, he may have. But anyway, that's how we went from just normal yeah, I mean, lemonade. just think 1857, you, you don't have all these artificial colors and everything, so you're rolling your lemons, squeezing your lemons to make the lemonade. Yeah. So it's, yeah, you know, it's interesting. That's, that's a little interesting uh, tidbit there, Bill. So we are about to go into the Major League Baseball All-Star uh, game weekend, week, like all of those things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what we're looking at now is Shohei Otani continues to be kind of the biggest name mm-hmm. in baseball. And yeah, you keep waiting for like a dent in the armor, like something, right? That this guy's not just great Chink at. in the armor. But he just continues. I mean, you know, he's like leading the American League in home runs. He's, you know, still pitching every four days, five days. Um, he's not going to pitch in the All-Star game. He has like a blister on his finger, but I'm sure like they just made that up. So he, he wouldn't <laughs> yeah. have to pitch. So he wouldn't have to pitch, right. Uh, but I mean, this guy just keeps doing it. And, and he's in line to get like not just the biggest contract in the history of baseball. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like he should be so far ahead of whatever is currently the best. whatever million. <laughs> you know, um, but no, I think he, I mean million he's no, contract. he'll easily be a five hundred. He could be a six hundred million dollar player. Is there a five hundred million dollar player? I don't think there's a five hundred. I think right now, it's um, Mike Trout. I think so, like at four twenty, okay. give or take. So I mean, if he gets five hundred, he'll be happy. I'm just saying he could surpass that. I we'll see, but like. Only at the Yankees or the Dodgers stop? could even at afford it. At what point does it stop? It doesn't. Who? So, who's he play for? Now he plays for the Angels, the Los Angeles Angels. So he doesn't stay with the Angels. I doubt it, because that team that team has the two best players, Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. They can't win two five games. games. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, good. I mean, on. it's the ultimate team sport, right? You just avoid pitching the those two guys. Yeah. And you got seven other outs that you get, you know, in the lineup. For sure. Nothing they can do about that, right? Nope. So, um, I I'm interested to see where Shohei goes with this, but um, when's he up for a new contract? So he'll likely be traded before the deadline, and then whoever he gets traded to, you know, but it, right after this season, yeah, you know, but but I think he gets traded either to the Yankees or the Dodgers, of course. The two big money teams. 
Well, uh, or possibly the Mets. The Mets actually have the richest owner in baseball. Okay, well, we'll you see. Yeah, no salary cap in baseball, so he can afford to pay whatever. Oh, and but then you know that that goes to like you pay these the one player all this money. Then I guess there's no salary cap. You as long as you got money to pay a. Uh, uh, Right. Nine That's why people, I could be you're the okay. Mets. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I think we run out of time, Deacon. Well, thank you everybody for staying with us this week. Uh, please, uh, you know, continue to talk about us to your friends if you like the show, and we will uh, see you next week. Bye.